0: This is y2k movies a podcast about the films of the 21st century this week our broken lizard retrospective comes to an electrifying conclusion with 2006 beer fest two brothers traveled to germany for oktoberfest only to stumble upon a secret centuries-old competition described as fight club with beer games directed by jay Shanakar. And written by Broken Lizard, Beerfest was released August twenty fifth, two thousand six, uh, between Club Dread and uh, Slash Dukes of Hazard and Slamming Salmon. So yeah, this was the movie that um, originally had turned me off a of Broken Lizard. I I probably saw it maybe within a year of it coming out, whenever it hit uh, HBO. Or I just remember being in a hotel room and it was on, and um, I must not have gotten past the first 20 minutes like i was trying to remember like the last thing that i remembered and it was it was probably when they were first introduced to the underground beer fest thing you know because they go there they, they, they stumble across it and then they lose they get sent back and then the majority of the movie is them training to return and um i don't think i got to any of that point so i i, I didn't really give this movie much of a chance i think i was hung over and um man i i was absolutely fucking wrong because i would put this up there with um well it was definitely better than quasi um but i don't know this was really solid i really i really really dug this one way more than i remember way more than i thought i'm glad we did this retrospective i'm glad that i got to revisit this and i think before i pass the mic to you i just want to say that like the one the one thing that really hit me over the head watching this movie last night is that you can be very wrong about something (laughs) you can you can be very very wrong about a piece of media if and now it doesn't mean that you have to give everything two three four chances right but you know if if you saw a movie and you didn't like it or 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 whatever even like you know going but we're just talking about music um sometimes it's worth it to give stuff another shot right and you'll be surprised how often you'll do a complete 180. Even even people. Don't always trust first impressions. You know, first impressions are the strongest. First impressions, ah, eh, fuck that. You know what I mean? I, I've been wrong enough in life to realize that sometimes I don't get it right the first time. Right. Uh, and beer, beer Fest just was a friendly reminder of that, of my fallible nature. So, um, Danny, what say you?
1: Well, as you know, I do like this film. Uh, it was one of the. It was probably the third, or I would say, yeah, the third Broken Lizard movie I watched. Um, I've seen this movie tons of times. It it is solid. Uh, I think most of their movies are solid, so it's really hard when you start like kind of ranking them. But I do, I do kind of have them ranked out, uh, and I actually have this one above Quasi. Uh, it is yes, second to right. last, sadly, but uh, it's it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that they're right. all good and they all have their place, right? So. For me, I still really like Club Dread, and um, I don't know if that one will ever come out. Uh, but Beer Fest is like Super Troopers to me, where I could fucking turn it on wherever in the movie, and it's fucking solid. It's hilarious. Uh, you can watch it drinking, you can watch it high, you can watch it sober. It's fun no matter what, and I dig that. And most of other movies really are like that. I do love the jokes, about, you know, with the uh, like 420 jokes that they always have. But it, it was a it was good. Like I, I, beer fest was always, it was a, I'm happy that I got to retouch it and, and watch it again, even though I actually already watched it once this year. <laughs> so uh, I, for some reason, broken lizard movies become like my laundry movie. So whenever I'm folding clothes, I typically put one of their movies on and just cause it's, it's, I can, I can do stuff without it, but I could be like hanging up a shirt in the closet and I hear the grandma talking about, How crazy she used to be when she was younger, and that's just just funny to me. And I'm just like, that's silly, grandma. But no, (laughs) (laughs) Nana, or what? What did they call her?
0: Uh, Gam
1: Gam Gam Gam. Yeah, great Gam Gam. And like, it's just funny, like listening to all that stuff. But like the movie, this movie was really fun because it kind of had like the like different European cultures in it, and it just showed you like, I'm happy that to to us, most Americans, if you said, hey. Who's the biggest drinker, like, out of, out of the different countries and stuff? Most people are going to say Ireland, but a lot of people don't really know. But, like, fucking uh, England and Germany are huge into drinking, especially beer, okay? So, especially the English. The English, uh, I mean, the whole bre- a breakfast stout came from England, basically. I don't really know if that's true, but <laughs> I, I know that there, uh, during the Revolutionary War, Uh, Where I live in North Carolina, we have a lot of history for the Revolutionary War. And uh, in Wilmington, there's a bar there that actually serves the same breakfast stout that the Redcoats were getting for breakfast in the morning. And it was funny. So, you know. In the military, especially back then, you wake up and you still get you you know you still got meals and stuff, and usually it's like a piece of bread and and maybe some eggs and this shit. No, the fucking English, you know what they did? They drink fucking breakfast stouts. They drink stouts six in the morning, ready for fucking war, and maybe that's why they lost (laughs) because they're already fucking drunk. (laughs) But but that's like what happened, you know? They were drinking, so it's really cool looking back at the history of that. And also, you're totally right. It is like a drinking fight club. This is what I would want to go do. Like, you know, like fighting's fun and all, but watching fucking people just taunt each other and drinking and Das Boot and, and all this fucking fun-ass shit, like, that's what I want to be a part of. But, uh, no, this movie's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. And if you're a beer drinker, uh, you know, if you like the shitty beers, this movie's definitely one for you because it doesn't matter. It's just it's just ales, right? You just get some ales and you, and you chug them down. And it, it was definitely... There was definitely some parts, especially with Gam Gam, that I just did not see coming. And I think Gam Gam might be my favorite character, actually. But um, no, this was good. This was a really good one.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I dug it as well. Some of my notes. Um, I definitely appreciated the Donald Sutherland cameo uh i think he kind of was a better fit than brian cox i know they like going back to brian cox and that's always an interesting get but uh donald sutherland i think is goofy enough especially it it reminded me of kelly's heroes and and when he was more of a comedic actor mash right and uh i so it was it was cool seeing him in that um lots and lots of full frontal nudity in this yep which was uh, i would say this is
1: probably their most yeah not necessarily a
0: staple of the of the broken lizard um crew but it was nice to see some titties on the screen i always appreciate that i also believe this was the first time we saw them in multiple roles um because they do they do kind of pop up as background characters Mm -hmm. and um that was interesting too with and that scene when they're going into the underground beer fest um and they kind of pass by i think steve lemay is like isn't he just like a mime and he's got like like, a strap on or right. something. Which is my dream come true right there. So <laughs> uh yeah, it was, it was that was interesting seeing them in uh multiple roles. Um Will Forte is Otto. Uh I him popping up and slamming salmon just seemed odd, but now you know why. Now he yeah, he he came from this first. So it was a great supporting cast. Um the the, the whole idea of the Olympics around drinking games was really it, it when you explain it to someone you're like oh well that seems kind of stupid but when you're watching it if you're someone that played drinking games a lot in your 20s it's hard not to really watch these movie, watch this movie and and remember that well or half remember that stuff fondly um we weren't a big we never did quarters i always thought that was gross like we're gonna throw change in my fucking cup and then i gotta drink it but we did do flippy cup and our, our kind of, like, trilogy of terror was, like, Flippy Cup, Asshole, which they show them playing Asshole, but, like, just kind of, they don't get into the mechanics of it. Right. Know, I think everybody plays Asshole mm-hmm. differently, probably, anyway. And uh, my personal favorite was Circle of Death. Circle of um, Death, yep. Yeah, because that was, that, there's no game to that. It's literally pull a card to drink or give drinks or whatever. Yep. And, um... Man, did we play those games a lot? I was very good at asshole. I could be very strategic. I could, I, I could go from asshole to El Presidente in a single fucking round. That was, that was it. I mean, can I, I was, tell you something real yeah. quick?
1: With that, uh, if if this tells you anything, my so at work, you know, as a sale, you get to put in like your names uh, as your as your servers and stuff. Uh, like when you log in to clock in. And my uh, nickname, or however it is, it's just El Presidente. And it's because, <laughs> it's because of that. <laughs>
0: right. That tells
1: you, like, my early 20s. But, yeah, no, those games, man, they were fun. Now, I was more of a beer pong connoisseur myself. Uh, I never did. So what we did was, you, me- you remember when you texted me the other day about, uh if i ever or you were talking to me and asher's about the boot like have you ever drank out of it so in beer pong we actually there was a few times we would do beer pong tournaments at house parties and they were the i fucking love beer pong and actually i'm really sad because today i am nowhere near what i was and it's because i just don't play anymore and honestly I don't really drink as much as I used to. I'm more of the, I kind of like just the mellow, get high kind of concept now. Which mm-hmm. speaking of which, I'm actually about to open up a beer though. In in respect for this movie. Um, a nice IPA. <laughs> but uh, they, I I really enjoyed playing those games. And we had this tournament and we ended up, when I told you that I had a friend for Christmas get me a boot, a glass boot uh and i started drinking from it well when you were the loser you had to drink out of the boot and we uh, me and my friend uh we you know we actually did drink out of the boot whenever we were by ourselves fucking watching like uh for we used to watch a lot of foreign horror films in my early 20s like anti a lot of french horror films because they're just fucking built different And uh, they don't care about nudity. Like, they really don't. And I don't know if you've ever seen Antichrist with Will Defoe in it. Oh, yeah. i I love him. Yeah, that movie is gorgeous. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. gorgeous. It's one of my favorite cinematography, like, style, like, movies. Um, We would do that. We would drink while we're doing it and sometimes the boot would come out <laughs> we would drink the boot and we would practice with it maybe because of beer fest maybe not well we had a great idea hey let's add this to our beer tournament like our beer our beer pong tournament and that's what we did and the loser had to drink it well we never taught we we didn't teach people how to drink it so you know when you're supposed to get that nice little uh turn at the heel uh it would fucking go all over them <laughs> Because they didn't know how to drink it, and it was always, it was just a joke that we always did, and obviously we always threw the house parties, so it was always like house rules and um I, now we ended up doing it for fun, but we also we used to do uh back the back row of beer pong was always shots, so that was always fun, and if you called them that was also a shot, so every one that you would call, and obviously if you got two in that balls back and all that fun shit, but damn dude, that was some. Good-ass times. So, but I I guarantee you today, I could not do the boot. I, I don't even know if I could chug a beer. I think the last time I chugged anything, I shotgunned a beer. And that was, I think, in December. That was around my birthday. I shotgunned a beer. But uh, it's been so long. Because, you know, I just don't do that anymore. And also, like, the beers I buy. Like, I have my cheap beer. I have my Tecantes. <laughs>
0: that's my <laughs> that's my cheap beer. I
1: love Tecante. So that's, like, that's that's the beer that I would chug. But I'm just more into, like... I'm a millennial man or I'm a younger millennial, I should say. Oh, middle-aged, I guess. Uh, but well, middle, middle millennium, but we like IPAs. I'm really big on the IPAs. I really love the flavor. There's so much complex like notes in it and shit. So that's typically what I drink now. So I'm not really a big chugger, but also I'm Irish. So I really dig my whiskeys. So like, I, I really, I like to sip. I like to enjoy my beverages now,
0: but, um, man, those yeah, house I- parties were fun. When I was watching this last night, I was I was enjoying a tall boy of uh, like a hard apple beer. I forget what it was called. Whatever I got from the fucking Seven Eleven, but um, yeah, those apple dude, those
1: ciders. uh, A lot of people when I was in my early twenties, people you know they fucking judge you on drinking shit. And when I'm old, I used to be. I'd be like, "Oh, you pussy drinking a fucking." miller light or something but now i'm just like oh no you should drink that because that hydrates you and it keeps you going
0: <laughs> right. you know
1: like i'm like i'm i'm cool with it now it's like oh no fuck it drink what you want the lighter beers keep you hydrated so you can drink the heavier beers but um
0: yeah i escaped came, last night without a hangover for some fucking god because you drink cider. alone no, yeah it's the
1: cider and that's what i was going to tell you when i first really got heavy into drink when i first let the cook lifestyle take over me and we were drinking every fucking night um for some reason i was like hey you guys want to try the cider and we all were kind of like "Eh, about it but it was like eight percent and we're like fuck it let's drink it dude my piss smelled like apple juice for fucking weeks like because that's all i would do i would come in and they'd be like do you have apple juice this morning I was like, no, I was like, I just peed though. <laughs> and they were like, oh, the bathroom, like people would go in the bathroom, but they'd be like, you got like a fucking, just like today, my, I just drink coffee in the morning. So like, that's always what it smells like. Cause I drink my coffee black, but, um, dude, I just fucking like, I went hardcore. And then like, during that time I was a little bit more fit and I was hitting the gym, but dude, when I would sweat. It smelled like apple cider. Like it's literally smelled like I was sweating. Fucking like Johnny Appleseed all day long, and I I ended up we dude we would go buy twenty four packs. I would drink the whole pack by myself. Like that's what ended up happening because, and, and I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of times that I, the 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 ones that taste too good, like apple cider, or on a really hot nice day, and you go pick up like a double Mike's Hard Lemonade or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which these beers aren't really good, but they're just good enough to make you feel good, and. They're easy to drink, right? They're not heavy on your stomach. They're nothing big. They're pretty sugary. But other than that, like you're going to drink it relatively fast because it's either tastes like you're drinking apple juice or it tastes like you're drinking lemonade. But dude, I would get, I would drink so many of them that I would fucking black out before the 10th one. And the next thing you know, I would drink all of them and I don't wake up till five the next evening. And, (laughs) but like apple cider, dude, those things, they'll fucking wreck your shit if you, if you let them
0: yeah i i did going back to the boot i i did think it was funny about how one of like the b plots of the film is them trying to figure out how to drink out of a glass boot um i and i was in the group text with you and ashers and actually i've texted my wife about it too and because i was like is this really something that people don't know how to do like i remember we had to learn how to do it yeah but I, I it was it was just kind of interesting that this was like a, a new skill that they had to develop and um it it's definitely a skill but i didn't think it was that archaic and then i was like fuck i know how to do that and i remember because we had a glass boot and it would make the rounds at the party and if you didn't know what you were doing yeah you would get it all down the fucking front of you um i also i wanted to bring up there's a scene where jay's character um gets wasted and goes home with a uh a very attractive black woman and they have uh they have sex and you get to see the black woman's titties and then it's <laughs> it's later revealed that he actually had uh that, that he was wearing beer goggles or whatever and that's not the woman that he that he had sex with and that when he thought sex was going down like this it was actually going down like that and i in my notes um i had I, I began to write that i wish the punchline of jay's drunk hookup wasn't just oh my god he fucked a fat girl and then like there was a pause and i said oh good he didn't because then they, the 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 kind of that's that's the joke but then the joke on top of the joke is that he actually knew what he was doing the whole time right and he he chose he you know willingly initiated in this drunk um hookup with let me see where the fuck it is because i can't remember i don't want to say the wrong name but i think it was i don't want to say monique yeah it was monique okay yeah and uh, hot off precious and um yeah that so yeah i thought they were gonna make a really easy joke about oh he thought he was hooking up a hot girl but he was really hooking up with a fucking fat girl but no that's not what they did and once it once more broken lizard shows a level of social conscious that i believe is con- uh, commendable because they don't a lot of a lot of people would have made that joke, you know, gone with the easy joke, and, and they Every, didn't do everybody it. would have made that joke, and that's yeah. why their
1: comedy is above everybody else's in the 21st century.
0: Yeah, and I think that was something that I first picked up on with Super Troopers too, how it was a little bit more liberal than I kind of expected it to be, and it was nice to see this in, uh, in, in Beer Fest too, where they didn't necessarily shame the uh, him for banging Monique because I'd bang Monique. I do all that weird <laughs> shit with her. Fuck yeah. But I would let her talk to me like that and beat the shit out of me. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean it was it was a good movie. It was it was definitely, you know, now that I've, you know, it's something that like kind of when we did the Edgar Wright retrospective, you you start to um really understand the filmmaker's aesthetic, right? I really you really appreciate at, it. Yeah, when you look at their body of work, you're like, "Oh, well, this is how Edgar Wright does this, and this is how Broken Lizard does that." and um i do i do appreciate broken lizard more and it's nice to see like yeah they do the frat humor stuff and this was them probably at kind of their most frattiest but um you know there wasn't although there was for for making steve lemay's character as uh ridiculously jewish as they did they really didn't capitalize on the jew versus german thing as much as i thought they could have i I think that
1: was supposed to be a like A subtle jag. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was one of those things where it it was a joke within itself that didn't even need to be explained. That's how I took it. I took it, uh, and maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I gave them too much credit with that, but I actually gave them that, that his whole shit with all that was like, it's, it's such a fucking stab at them that this is, this guy's coming in here, fucking chugging on their territory. And like the
0: anchor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's how I looked at it.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't know if, like, they thought, like, well, we really don't, the obvious thing to do, once again, like, making the joke about hooking up with Monique, the obvious thing to do would make some Jew versus German thing, but is that just, <clears throat> is that just opening a can of worms, because then you're basically making a Holocaust joke or something, and, like, how you really can't do that. So that felt like something that they were going to do, and then and then either thought better of it, or you're right. They just wanted it to exist on that level, and that was the plan all along. The other thing I wanted to bring up to you is that Kevin Heffernan's character, uh, landfill, like, dies. Yeah, at he, one so, point. Yeah, so he dies,
1: and then his like, uh, is it his younger brother or like a it's cousin? I, well, they
0: just say his like his identical brother shows up. Okay, yeah, his brother. Yeah, yeah. And then they say it's he's like not a like, drinker, right? Well, no, no, he is. He's like, he's or like, I have been can't, practicing. like chug or something. No, no, no. He's exactly the same. And and outside of this, so they, they die. They have the, they have the funeral scene. And then, um, at the end of the funeral scene, Kevin Heffernan shows up with a cowboy hat on and he says, hi, I'm landfill's brother. And I know that he wouldn't want me to compete with you guys. And they were like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I've been practicing for months. So you don't even have to worry about training me and catching me up. And they're like, oh my God, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah. And another thing too, is that we've all been, your landfill told me everything about you guys. So I feel like you know him. I feel like I know you already. So there doesn't have to be any awkward get to know you stuff. We can just go pretend like we're friends already. And they were like, really cool. And then, <laughs> then that's it. And then they go to Germany. And they go to the, they go, you know, they return to the beer fest and there's no mention of him being replaced. So it's almost like it was weird. It was almost like they filmed all that end stuff already. But then for some reason they had to insert like this death thing. And I don't know if it, if that was because they needed, it's not, it couldn't have been because they needed the running time because the movie is actually kind of close to two hours it's a little bit long for comedy um
1: i think this is actually one of their longest ones
0: yeah so I, i don't see them needing to pad the runtime with the whole thing about landfill dying but it's almost like they killed him for absolutely no reason and then wrote this thing in with his brother that way the ending would play out like it did right you know what i mean it was very odd to where i feel like there's a story there, or something, or, or that was a weird choice to make, you know. Um. Yeah, I actually, you know, you're kind of right about
1: that. I I took it more as just like ah, it was just like a corny joke, but I mean, maybe there was a little bit more. And I I should have looked on IMDb to see if there was any goofs or uh, like a like a like I don't know some kind of trivia or an alternate you know thing where they actually explain that. But yeah, that you're right. I never. I thought it was just like a like a funny a funny thing. Like I thought it was just something really small and it was pointless. And you know, cuz sometimes in their films they do have like these pointless jokes that don't really land, but then you kind of look at it, and you're like that's so dumb but it's kind of funny, right? Like it's so dumb that this happened, but this guy is literally the exact same guy and he's just he's replacing. It's like it shouldn't have ever happened, but it's just I don't know, it's funny to me. It really like I don't know. I understand where you're coming from, but I th- I do think that it's a, uh, I think it's just one of those gags to kind of stay in the back of your mind. Maybe it, maybe it like fucks with you a little later on. I don't know. I I always thought that part was a little funny to me. Like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was just, stu- but I think it's more of a stupid humor. I don't think it's like more of their, uh, some of their better, smarter writing, but this one to me was just something that was probably funny or maybe it was something between them where they were just like, Hey, how funny would it be if we go cut kill his characters off and then we fucking bring them back. And it's the same fucking guy <laughs> and they were, or maybe they wrote it fucking drunk or high. And they were just like, fuck it. Keep it in the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to look into this because I don't see anything in the, uh, He didn't find anything. Yeah, online. there's not, there's yeah. nothing there, but maybe, who knows, maybe that is, or, or once again, maybe they just thought it would be funny to go through all this and kill the guy and then have him come right. back and there's absolutely no consequence. The whole thing was just a fucking, a, uh, you know, screwing with the audience. Right,
1: like, like there was, it, it doesn't, because I mean, if you really think about it, it doesn't really add that much to the story, but it doesn't also take away from the story. So it's one of those things that it, it could have been just like a, a funny jab, like, oh shit, Landfill died, I wonder how they're going to do this. And then it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like right. this this is coming back. But yeah, no. I, I do actually to me, I think the one of the funniest parts of the film is definitely the uh the, the the beer goggles sex scene that you were talking about. I I don't the whole scene of them like meeting each other and like him just dancing and like the fucking box on his head. Like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like he thinks yeah. like he but he thinks like everything like he thinks he's dressed up, he thinks he's like fucking out in like a club and and no that's not at all he's just like in a t-shirt he has a fucking box on his head
0: now one of the things that uh they tease at the end of this movie and, and i've actually heard it discussed in a couple other places too is the idea of them doing a sequel called pot fest um or weed fest and I,
1: it's it's it has a couple of different names because i'm pretty sure smoke fest is also in there
0: yeah at the end what what they actually tease at the end of the movie with Willie with the little willie nelson scene is pot fest now i have heard it referred to online and a couple places as weed fest so if there's a third name too or something i wouldn't be surprised but just i mean like look this is one of those things where like when they used to talk about comic book movies when when they first started casting like the mcu stuff right um they would people would say oh um i don't know uh so and so has been cast as as this or whatever and there would be like a a low outrage amongst the internet about oh do you hear they're doing this or how the fuck are they you know and i would just say i don't know man like you know what mcu's this was back like you know 10 years ago mcu's got a pretty big track pretty good track record you know what I mean like i I'm not gonna freak out about it you know right um they seem to know what they're doing so far the movies have been generally pretty good for the most part so I am gonna give them the benefit of the doubt you know what I mean and that's kind of like when they talk about pot fest or weed fest or whatever I conceptually I don't see how that would work you know what I mean there's there's not really you know beer drinking kind of does have can have a competitive nature to it um it's kind of you know chugging and and the games and whatnot. Like I get it, right? Uh, weed. I don't know. I don't really consume weed like that. So, but I trust Broken Lizard enough at this point to say that if they're going to do it, chances are they have a they have a interesting and funny way to kind of present that. But I don't. Off the top of my head, I can't really see how they would. You know what I mean?
1: I, f- I feel like it would be more so getting high and then doing something afterwards. So it'd be like, uh, like the festivities would be like, you get high and then you have to go like play whack-a-mole or something. And so whoever wins that, you know what I mean? Like it's about doing shit or who knows, maybe it's about uh, your, who can eat the most fucking uh, pizza or fucking who can drink. I don't know. Whatever you crave when you're high, like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit, like what kind of munchies do you eat? Like what kind of, you know what I mean?
0: Right. So that's
1: how I've always looked at it. But it, I mean, Maybe it's, this is why it's been
0: taking so long for
1: them. (laughs) That
0: might be exactly the point. Like, they don't really know how to do that either. like (laughs) Right. Yeah. But yeah,
1: yeah, this movie was really fun. It was a, it was a good one to watch, especially if you like the broken lizard people. And if you, if you do want some more content, this movie does give you a little bit extra running time than some of their previous films. So, and if you like Oktoberfest, and, you, and for some reason you've never been, but you but you're wanting to go, this is one of those movies that will definitely get you excited about uh, Oktoberfest, and it'll make you think if it's really ran by some underground uh, community of beer drinkers.
0: It did make me want to go because my wife is German, and I thought about that. My and, wife and is and too. Her, and her, I just her,
1: her last name was Dietrich.
0: He uh, hers was Meyer. Um, she, uh, and, and we just got our, uh, passports in the mail yesterday. Nice. And, um, I was like, you know, I should really try to sell this to her because I wonder if she would want to go. Um, I, would, I would really like to go. I think
1: that'd be fucking fun as shit, but I do yeah, need to get my, uh, I need to get my passport and everything.
0: It's not hard. You got to make an appointment at the post office, and, but <clears> just yeah. have, have your wife get your paperwork together. would be fine. and uh i got the the booklet and i got the card because now and this is crazy and we'll probably talk about this on the other podcast but the card that i got with it 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 says that i'm gonna have to use it to cross state lines or something is Uh, that what those are for is that what like the uh, real id shit is is that
1: okay, okay so i think that's with flying so driving wise, it's nothing. But yeah, right, so like me, they're not gonna
0: put checkpoints in, like. right?
1: But so for me, I actually don't have a real ID yet because when COVID happened, it pushed all that shit back, and I was right. like, eh, fuck it, I'll get it when I get it, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like so for as of right now, only because of the delay. If the delay never happened, dude, I couldn't fly anywhere because I don't, I don't have the real ID. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how that shit works. So I'm assuming. So like, yeah, if you're gonna be flying state to state. You, I, you have to have that real ID. Uh, so your passport would work for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, we got the passports and then I got the, um, I got the card so that I don't, I didn't need to do the real ID because I would rather deal with the people at the post office and go through that shit. Fuck yeah. Dude, 100%. Yeah. I was, cause I was actually going, I, it was, we had just done that and then I had to renew my driver's license for my birthday and um i had said to my wife i'm like hey well i go there because it said like you know oh you got to renew your driver's license and while you're here you know take advantage of the real id and, and sign up for that and my wife was like All right, if you want to she's like you could get both she's like but you're gonna have to deal with that what you did at the post office with your passport's good enough and i was like ah i was going to and then i'm like ah fuck it nah i'll just go and um man as soon as i was in the line <laughs> for my written test just to do my written test to get my driver's license and i heard him screaming at the real id people for not having the right shit i'm like i'm glad i didn't fucking do that because that would have been me right there getting yelled at by a fucking 35 year old woman not that that gender is an issue i'm just saying like that came no, out really understand wrong i you mean like it's like
1: man she's like a mother she's like then yeah. you're getting yelled and you're a full-ass adult too and like, yeah i'm a full-ass yeah, adult like-
0: man getting screamed at by some chick that works at the dmv about like because i because i fucking didn't copy the right thing or something so right um yeah i anyway but yeah i see that opening scene i was like you know I don't have a, a huge interest to tour Germany, but Oktoberfest looks like it could be fun. It also looks like it could be very crowded. And it, <laughs> crowded it does, and filled yeah. with drug people. Like, oh. Yeah. but No,
1: that's definitely, I, I definitely am interested in going. And that's one of the, that that is something that I'd like to do. There's a couple of European things I'd like to do. I'm actually, uh, it's a little off topic. I'll make it fast, but I'm actually trying to, I think it'd be really cool to get dual citizenship for Ireland. So like I was telling you earlier, my grandma's from Ireland. I never met her. She died when my dad was 18, but my, I'm a second generation, like immigrant. So <clears throat> my, my grandma, the only way that you can get citizenship in Ireland is on your maternity side and has to be your grandmother or your mother. That's it. So my dad and me, we can get it, but like my daughter and my wife and they, they can't get it. They cannot get dual citizenship in Ireland, but I can. And I think that's really cool. And I kind of want to do it just because you know, it's a fucking Ireland and all that shit, but I would, I, there's a lot of stuff to do in it. And I think it's like $2,000 and I, I, I want to do it for me and my father. I think that'd be really cool to give him that as like a, a gift. Um, uh-huh. He's been to Ireland. He went there with his mom, uh, you know, visit family and stuff. And I got tons of family over there, so I'm already ready to go, but no, that'd be cool. I really need to get my passport. That, that should be a trip that maybe in a couple of years, you and I plan to go to fucking beer fest because that'd be fun and then our wives can dress up like them like the hunt
0: hunt bears in the black forest oh hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh the ireland thing just just while we're staying off topic and then we'll do closing thoughts uh look that up on they they're going through some interesting times right now and i follow a couple people on twitter i don't know how i think i was searching my own name because of uh you know i've been searching my friends names lately <laughs> finding all kinds of stuff on twitter and i Unders- was like well I
1: understandable
0: pat O'Sullivan's super common right so i never mm-hmm. expected to find anything and i didn't but i found all these other o'sullivan stuff and i'm like all right well let's see what's going some uh, some of our uh journalists in ireland and, and this and that and uh th- i th- what you're saying about the dual citizenship thing I, I don't know how current that information is because they are going through some major immigration issues right now. Oh, and really? yeah. Well, okay,
1: so that's – okay, so the way that uh,
0: – They want to keep Ireland for the Irish. Right. And that, there yeah, are a so, lot of very militant uh, – I almost right. wonder if we're going to see another uh, – Revolution? Troubles and shit because, yeah, yeah. it's – it's um.
1: Because yeah, I was going to say, so whenever I was going to apply for it, it was early 2020 and then COVID hit. And then, so yeah, things could definitely be changing. Uh, but it used to be in the last couple of years, things obviously are changing, but it used to be that way. It used to be that uh, you had to, it, it was a maternity thing. Because, you know, they're also really big on their whole, like the mother stuff. And uh, it's. I'm, I'm assuming it's with the, the Irish Catholicism and, I mean, that's, that's how I was raised. So, but I mean, you know, it's, it's cool. The European, I would like to really go experience the drinking kind of culture over there and see how it is. Like if it's anything like American drinking culture, Mm. because I mean, we really do care about the alcohol we make here. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would check that out.
1: Yeah. yeah, I would definitely check this uh, movie out guys. It, It is really cool. It really is fight club with beers. Um, i would just you know it's pretty solid comedy
0: yes uh two thumbs up uh definitely dug it and um uh, we're gonna post a poll online about our next next retrospective we got a couple ideas so please uh when you see that vote on it and let us know what what uh franchise or, or or creative crew or whatever you think we should follow next so yeah
1: we'll listen to the audience this time